and welcome to Values Over Vanity. This is your girl, Francia, aka Franny B. And thank you so much for join, joining me. Today on, the epi on this episode, we are joined by Liliana Gandagnoli. I hope I pronounced that right, but either way, I am so excited for Liliana to be a guest on Values Over Vanity. She is an intuitive spiritual and energy healer with expertise in natural healing arts. She is a Reiki master and a hypno, hypnotherapist. She is a two-time international best-selling author and poet. And she has, um, she's the, also the owner of, oh my God, I went to this retreat, but we will go into that, uh, into our interview, but she's the owner and CEO of LLG Enterprises which is a spiritual um, guidance, coaching, consulting, and support services. And she also hosts healing retreats. Uh, as I said, I went to the retreat. We will talk about that. So I want to welcome Liliana to uh, Values Over Vanity. Liliana, how are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Great, doing great. Liliana, I wanted you to come on this program because... You are on my prayer call. I always talk about my daily prayer call, but you uh -huh. are my prayer call. I met you on on that, and I also went to you uh, your your retreat with MG, and I wanted to bring you on because I had such an amazing experience at your retreat, and I wanted I want other people to hear how you came up with, about your journey, how you came up with um get the business of having this spiritual retreat. And, and, and I want people, I wanted people to get a little, to know a little bit about you. So first of all, who is Liliana? And <laughs> uh, you've already, <laughs> sorry, yeah. go ahead. Who is, who is Liliana? Tell us a little bit about you. Uh, Liliana is an intuitive spiritual and energy healer, as you um, introduced me, and thank you for that. And I'm also an expert in the natural healing arts. Um, and my life journey as a child, I always had this intuition in me, but I could never develop it because I didn't find the right people. I mean, coming from Italy, I was 15 months old, and my parents are of Italian uh, descent, and they don't know what you and I know today. So it was really a matter of them learning and developing. So they didn't, um, obviously I didn't speak to anybody about my intuition at the time, but one thing that I loved so much, I was intrigued by angels, um, anything angels, wings, even butterflies, uh, anything with wings, but most importantly was angels. I just had them with me all my life. And um, you know, when you feel, um, um, that you're feeling like butterflies in your stomach, you know, that's a sense of intuition telling you that, yes, that's good, or whatever it is that you're taking or embarking on. <clears throat> and if you feel anxious and, and knots in your stomach, that means that, you know, that's something you should steer away from. <laughs> okay, so um, my journey started when I met my, um, mentor and my teacher, Maria Grazia Bedilacqua, I met her in 2007. And she was the one that actually taught me what I know today. 
and obviously other things came into um, uh, being when I, you know, started picking up and, and feeling things myself, uh, energetically, spiritually. So any event, so I am also a Reiki master and through her teaching, um, that's how I became a Reiki master. I also took other courses, um, not with her, but with others, um, uh, hypnosis. I uh, did other modalities, um, psyche. These are all modalities that are in the healing arts. I know some of you may not know what that is, but you can look it up. Anyway, there were a lot of things. And in uh, 2000, I said that I met her in 2007. So whenever we were together, she was teaching me, like I could sit with her in the room and continuously talk the whole day because that's how intrigued I was. Whoa. Things started happening where um, she came up to the cottage and she realized that there was a lot, a lot of energy, uh, which is now my cottage called Sacred Triage. And from that, we did some research. We discovered Christian Island. It's a all Aboriginal ground. And so when we discovered uh, Christian Island, which is now in Penetanguishene, uh, off of Georgian Bay, uh, that is the last, uh, well, I won't say the last place, but it's just Aboriginals. That's where they all are now. And we went to visit. We actually spoke to the chief. Um, we wanted to bring some of our retreats there. But in any event, there was a lot of discovery through that process. Then in 2008, which was just uh, the year later, um, I uh, got into a car accident with my daughter. Um, she, maybe she got the worst of it. That's what I say as a mother, you would always, <laughs> we always treat ourselves less, um, not valued, but, um, she was important. She had a two and a three-year-old. So for, for me, her family was important. She couldn't get out of bed. She was really, um, uh, injured from that. And with me, um, I didn't feel anything till about eight months later. And this is why, for those of you that are ever in a car accident, never sign off anything until at least a year or almost two years have passed because things can come up and surface, right? Yes. So what happened with me is I had um, a pinched nerve, which I've had all my life, but it was uh, aggravated to the point where I, I couldn't walk anymore. Believe it or not, uh, Francia, I was in a wheelchair for a period of my life. Wow. And I'd say for maybe a year, year and a half, an event. Um, uh, and I had to have a hip replacement too, besides um, dealing with the sciatica, which was a pinched nerve uh, between uh, the vertebrae, right? So that was really the awakening point for me. Um, and I was on Percocets. You all know what uh, uh, medication can do to you and especially Percocet, which is the strongest. I couldn't wait till the four hours were up so that I could pop two more pills in my body uh, for the amount of pain that I was in. Now, let's remember that I can tolerate pain and probably more than most people. And for me to say that it was beyond a 10 on a scale of one to 10, you can understand what kind of pain I was in. So with the sciatica, for those of you that have had sciatica for a period of time, um, for me, it lasted a year and a half. I couldn't work. 
Um, my leg was numb. I couldn't stand uh, for long periods of time, for example, like less than five minutes. I couldn't sit down for five minutes. I couldn't lie down. So no position for me was ever going to get me back to normal. And so um, I've, at the time I was married, I am now separated. Um, but when I was married, I actually had my husband go into the other room because the last thing I wanted was to him to move or elbow me in my back, right? And he complied with that, which was awesome. So, uh, so a year and a half later, here I am visiting specialists to see what they had to do with my hip. Apparently, the um, socket where the, the hip um, and the, um, the bone... Um, they, they turn, right? Mm -hmm. So there were spurs there. <laughs> and there were, um, the bone itself was um, uh, creating a cushion so that um, I could walk. But let me tell you, it was the worst I've ever gone in my life. So they wanted to do a hip replacement. I had to have a decompression of my spine. Doctors were contemplating which of the two do they do first. They do one, then the other side is also weak. You have to have one side that's stronger than the other. Anyway, making a long story short, it was um, the um, um, decompression of the spine that they were going to work on. Three months later, then I had my uh, hip replacement. Okay. But I wanted to bring everybody to the process from, um, you know, not being able to move, not being able to sleep. You know, it was so bad. Um, that I never, pardon? I said, what was the process? Because that was yeah, the body yeah, the, all of that. yeah. The the process was that I had to have the surgery, um, and so I had surgery. And not knowing any better, I thought that okay, I go in, have my surgery tomorrow, I'll be able to walk and do everything I need to do. No, I was told that if it took you two two and a half years to get to this point, it's going to take you two two and a half years to go the other way, getting better and improving and so forth. Right, so. Um, so when I had the surgery, this is where I was in bed for two weeks, uh, solid. Um, I couldn't go downstairs to eat. It was a two-story home. I couldn't go to eat. I was on Percocets. Um, my daughter would come over when she could at lunchtime to, to prepare something. So I was at the uh, mercy of others. Let me tell you, it, it's the worst thing, especially being a mother and you being the caregiver and everything. When it came to me, it's like, why is it that people don't support me like I support them? Mm -hmm. Any bet, my, my husband um, was one that, not that he didn't care, he couldn't see me suffer. He can't see anyone suffer. So he would go and sort of leave me on my own. Um, and then one day uh, I said, okay, I have to get some cereal. And I think they were the um, the squares. What are they called? Um, anyway, doesn't matter. Um, I had to have that because I hadn't had anything to eat, and I was constantly taking uh, Percocets. So I'm at the top of the stairs, looking down. There's 15 stairs, and to this day, I will never forget that number. <laughs> and uh, I said, "Oh my God, how am I going to get down to the first floor to go to the kitchen to get something, and then come right back up?" Let me tell you, it took me 20 minutes. Okay. Each step, going down, having that pain shoot up to the to from the back to the the feet and back up, um, and taking deep breaths and taking another step. So it was a challenge. Let me tell you, for someone who doesn't have a problem, thirty seconds if less 
you know, they can go up and down that flight of stairs. Any event, I made it downstairs. I made it to get some some of the, um, um, I think they're mini wheats, as to get some, put them in the bag, bring them back upstairs. And there I was. And all that time, I kept asking God to help me. You know, let me get through this. I want it to go away very quickly. Being the Reiki master now, at the time I had just had my first or second level, I can't recall any event. So when we're trained in Reiki, we're trained to also heal ourselves. And that was my savior too, being able to heal um, where I had the pain. Um, I won't say heal because when you have a sciatica, it never really heals fully, but I was able to get through uh, those days. And when I went for my uh, hip replacement three months later, um, the, the back surgery was in June, July, beginning of July, and the, back, and the hip replacement was over uh, Thanksgiving. So I knew that I needed to move on in life um, because when we move, if you're with a partner, you should be moving um, parallel, you know, um, uh, and, and moving up in, in, the, in the spiritual world and in your healing and relationships. But he mm -hmm. never really moved from where he was. Mm -hmm. And so for me, there was a huge gap between where he was and where I was heading. Mm -hmm. And having uh, said that, um, I decided that when I walked out that door, I think it was the 30th of September, I knew I was not going back home. And that was when my journey started being through all that uh, that I went through with my back and with my hip. And now, you know, I'm out to make a difference for other people in their life. You know, I'm the catalyst, you know, who um, will make a difference for others. And the thing that people need to understand is that in order for you or I to be able to teach them on something, you have to go through it yourself. I got to the lowest point in my life in health-wise, okay? And thank God now, I, even though I have some um, uh, downfalls, you know, in the way I'm feeling, however, uh, I am strong. I have the energy to be able to help others because when I help others, that's where the energy comes back it, it multiplies that much more in me. And so um, the book that uh, you were saying, it's called Empowering Women to Succeed. There's about 15 authors in there. Each one of us write it in chapter. And that chapter in uh, uh, Empowering Women to Succeed Bounce, that's where I um, spoke about my journey, um, especially what I just uh, mentioned now. And that's why I today I'm a catalyst in uh, being that support person or being the one who can help others move through it. And through that journey too, I when I left, I knew I wasn't going to go back, like I said. And I did end up separating from my husband. However, today we're the best of friends. We still get together when there's family functions. This is the way life is, should be. We yeah. should not be living in anger or in fear you know, if you're leaving someone, because there's reasons that you feel the way or the way I felt, there is reasons behind it. And for me to be able to help others, I needed to be able to get um, out of that environment so that I could be open to receive. And so that chapter in the book, which I'm so happy that is a number one international bestseller internationally, um, it just uh, opens doors for others. And in that, 
chapter, I also explained uh, my journey too, um, uh, being married for over 30 years and then separating. It was not easy. Let me tell you folks, it was not easy. However, that is what I had to let go of in order for me to be who I am today. Ah, and I'm getting emotional just talking about it because it's, um, it's a big decision one has to make. However, what is better? One's health, one's freedom, to be able to help others, that to me was the most important thing, you know, to be able to, to make a difference um, in others in the world. And um, now with these retreats that you were talking about, um, uh, Francia, this is where people will come. They know who I am. Uh, they, they don't know what they're getting into, but they know that they've been driven, um, guided to be at a retreat, uh, which is on the weekend, coming in Friday, all day Saturday, and then half a day Sunday. And you can explain to others um, as soon as I'm finished here what you experienced. Yes. And it's very difficult to explain it. Things happen naturally. <laughs> you will receive what it is you are to receive when you're there. And it lasts quite some time. So um, thank you for allowing me to, to speak to others. Uh, the retreat is not the only thing that uh, I do, but it is so important. Um, for people to know about the retreats. People pay thousands of dollars to go on a plane down to one of the islands when you can have the exact same um, experience just by going maybe an hour and a half, two hours north of Toronto. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience. Um, I do also coaching, as you said, and counseling um, in the uh, natural healing arts. Um, there's a lot of things that I do. There is, there is. In the and, 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 and all of everything that you just said, there was a lot that I was taking note of. You mentioned um, what you, your experience. I truly believe that, you know, when you go through something, regardless, trials and tribulations, mm -hmm. we all hold on to things. But honestly, those are lessons. To me, I see them as lessons. In the moment that they're happening, we don't, we, we just want the, 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 you're uncomfortable. You know, yes. you're in pain. You don't know what what's what's next. So you you're you're flight. You're in a flight mode. Like you know what I mean. So yes. you just want it to be over. But in yeah. those moments, those those are experiences for you to share. I think mm -hmm. that's why we are actually here to based on our experience to share with people so that they know that they are not alone. So that they know that, you know what, there's something unique about me and my experience. I mean, a mm -hmm. lot of people died in that, in their experience. But as long as you have breath, as long as you're oh, able to sure. day and able to see yourself as, I, I think, as a new person, each day is a new day for you to really reaffirm that you are alive. And yes. your experiences made you stronger like i keep saying that a lot of people say i'm so weak i don't really be, like i don't know that i'm processing this i'm awakening every day i'm meditating every day i'm realizing that there really is no weaknesses we tell ourselves things situations that we are weak we tell ourselves that, that we lack confidence that we don't have a voice that we can't speak that we are too big we're too sharp we're too tall we're too um, we're too pushy, we're intimidating. We tell ourselves those things and guess what? We get the reality, they come up in experiences. The universe bring those experiences into our existence because that's what we keep telling ourselves. If we think that we lack something, 
uh, something that is going to show up in our, our, our reality that we are lacking and it's going to confirm what you were thinking. So we have to be very careful with the way that we think. We have to start mm-hmm. looking for the lessons in every situation, every mm-hmm. trial and every, you know, every pain. We have to see, sometimes we have to separate ourselves from the box that we have created for ourselves. Absolutely. Not all the time just to yeah. really be you you and that that issue be at one don't bring other energies into it yeah yeah sometimes you their energy might interrupt the process just like a butterfly you were mentioning butterflies mm-hmm. a butterfly doesn't come out of it it's cocoon until it's ready and you cannot go and you cannot go and pry it out of that because you are actually troubling the process right so yeah. a lot of the times we go through situations and we sometimes we need to tell people to go your way. Let me just deal with it. Sometimes, you know, you are independent. You were born alone. So we have become so dependent on each other in a situation, in a way, yeah. certain ways. I'm not going to say we do need each other for that energy exchange, but sometimes we bring people in and then we, we can't live without them. We can't live without people. Mm-hmm. If we like, if you really are in a situation, is between you and that situation. Sometimes you have to ask for help, like you know, but mm-hmm. deal with it internally first and make sure that you get the answers that you need before you go and bring other energies to it. So mm-hmm. yes, your experience, your life journey has been miraculous, one of miracles, Liliana. And you yes, know, you are here today to talk about that, and I'm sure that you are have inspired. You are inspiring people while yes, talking. and while you're getting emotional, you know why you're getting. You know why you're getting emotional because mm-hmm. reflecting back about what you have gone through and mm-hmm. in your life, you are seeing that you have gone through a lot, but you're still standing tall, Liliana. Yeah. For sure. I do want to say something else, which I forgot, which is very important for the uh, listeners, Mm -hmm. is that um, we all have trials and tribulations in our life, right? Now, the healing process starts when you start sharing it with others. And that's why I wrote that chapter in the book, uh, because it was a healing process for me. Do you think I knew how to write like, you know, professionals? No. However, we I had... um, a mentor, an editor who, actually not me, but everybody in the book um, had someone who would edit the stuff. And let me tell you how many times I had to go in and out. Do you know how many times it was like driving a knife in my heart, you know? Um, But after writing that and after people heard, because when the book launch happened, I spoke and said what the chapter of the book was about. I also did other, um, um, Uh, events where people came and spoke and the amount of women that came up to me and said how did you do it and it's all in the willpower you know how how powerful are we individually how bad is the situation how uh, do you want to heal from it so the number one thing is to write write something publish it so you uh, as a publisher or me as a publisher I'm sorry uh, an author would help others who don't know what to do. So some women came up to me and said, you know, I want to leave my husband. I don't know what to do. Okay. You know, do you want it that badly? When, when someone wants something that badly, things will start lining up in your, in your life, in your spiritual path. Right. And having said that, um, that is a healing process. 
And if you don't feel like publishing something, write it down because you putting your thoughts and your um, emotions on paper is a healing process. And that's what's so important. A lot of people don't know and they live their life with that fear. They live their life with whatever may have happened. And so my suggestion is that you write it down even if it's for yourself so that you can start the healing process and obviously you know go speak to a healer too like myself a natural healer um, um and you know we can work through it and sometimes it's as little as several sessions you know to get you over that uh, particular event that may have happened to you in your life so it's so, so, so important to write things down, speak to someone who can actually help you through it. That is, uh, uh, Liliana, I have started a, a journaling from last year, um, huh. the end Good. of uh, 2019, and it has made a tremendous difference in my confidence. Uh, not only in my confidence, but it actually did start the healing process of actually, when I wrote, I look back at what I wrote, because sometimes you can't stop. And mm -hmm. For me, like I, to be an author, like I said, maybe I one day I'm going to write a book that same, same like you. I'm like, but who's going to want to read? Like, exactly. who's going to want to listen to my story? But you know what? There's always something in your story that will resonate with someone. Exactly. And, and exactly. I all of us have stories and all of us can be authors. Our authors, if we really want it, we can yeah. have it. It's what you're telling yourself that you are not. You have to start telling yourself that you are. And you know, your story is so oh, oh, inspirational to me. Uh, my next question is though, what keeps you grounded in all of this, your whole journey? What keeps yeah. you grounded, Liliana? What keeps me grounded is who I am in the world, okay? And what I am doing for others, for humanity. And just looking at that, I get, uh, energized just by thinking about that who can I make a difference for today and I've got people that call me you know I don't charge if somebody calls me for five ten minutes you know they want to know something you know but if I can make a difference in the world one person at a time you know touching them and making them feel you know uh, empowered and making them feel that they are important in this world you know that to me keeps me grounded and I'm human like everybody else. So I have my days too, or moments, right? And so it's how quickly you can get out of that situation. If you are able to get out of what it is that's pulling you down or um, disempowering you within minutes, let me tell you, your life is transformed in the sense of staying in that um, uh, negative energy, let's call it, right? Uh, staying with negative energy for the day for days or a week that is actually killing you <laughs> you know the sooner you get out of that the better you are going to feel don't we all feel more energized when we're feeling great right so it's the same concept so that's what keeps me grounded looking at what a difference i can make for others out there in the world Let's talk a little bit about the, the little the retreat a little bit more because sure. like I said my experience of going there. Um, I went there last year September and it was about four four other um, customer like what what would you call them Pay, clients. Uh, clients yes or um, including Nina who I, I interviewed um, 
yesterday on this podcast and a, a couple of more people that uh, one lady that I didn't know, but at the end of this whole thing, I end up, you know, really knowing her and, and we connected and we, we became friends on Facebook. I think her name was Christine. Yes, her name is Christine. Um, but, you know, I, I didn't, I, I set up the intention of going to the retreat just to be away from the noise, the hustle and bustle. Mm. And, trying to um, get to know myself as, as I, I have been on this journey of three years, trying to get to know me, trying to find my true authentic self under the pain and the trials and tribulations, trying to heal the wounds, you know? So um, driving to Georgian Bay, that, that was the first time I actually drove that far. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I never really liked, um, I never really liked highway driving, but you know what? I suck it up. I had, um, a, I, I took a, Sahar with me and her son and we drove and and you know driving there and seeing the beautiful trees and the the, the lake is it Georgian Bay Lake right is it the lake what it's is a it? bay but it doesn't matter still water yeah. <laughs> driving you know going there was just a peaceful drive and then arriving I'm feeling so welcome and feeling like I've finally I'm finding my tribe because I did ask God to send me my tribe and I keep saying, ask, ask and you shall receive. And, mm -hmm. and I, I, what a warm wel welcome I, I, I received there. Like I know you guys for years and years and years. And, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I just had the intention of going there and just feeling like I'm going to know myself again. And I'm telling you the experience of the cooking and MG did amazing cooking like she called the, the, the week before just to find out if I had any allergies or if I had any 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 issues that she should be aware of so the the process to even for the retreat is before arriving was so amazing what an so anyone that is interested in 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 coming to your your retreat Liliana is mm -hmm. in for a, such a, a warm welcome you know yeah. And what's then, important sorry Francia, what's important is to uh, explain you went in with one um purpose and you came out with much the, more than yeah, expected so yeah. they just give a like a sentence or two what you actually walked out with i walked out of there because there was also a silent retreat there was uh, a silent part of a silent meditation part of the 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 retreat there was we also went on your boat right you give us a tour of the bay liliana on your beautiful boat yeah i know you said that that's one of your favorite parts and we actually to be able to be to silent your mind and mm -hmm. and just listen to the water listen to the 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 the, the, the waves and Listen to you give a the description of what was happening as well. Like as I said, I went in just open-minded actually, and I I walked away feeling so empowered. Like and and it doesn't happen overnight. Like you know, you get things every time that you think back about what actually happened. Cause we went and we we were in the nature, we went in the, the mm -hmm. forest, and you were talking about the trees. We hugged the trees. We went to the lake, the lake area you described um, about the native Indians and how they were. You know, you know, you, you show us the tomb. Remember the name of the tomb? I, I, whatever I can't Tombs, remember. Uh, um, Tombs Island, across I, from the bay across from the bay like you 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 went in so detail 
and all of these things just it felt like they were all resonated it felt like i knew that this part of me i don't know i can't explain it but i want people to know that when you are going to the retreat go with the open mind and what i received back uh i'm i'm so empowered not not to talk and not just talk to talk and heal because you guys healed me you guys mm-hmm. helped heal me i went in i went in the is it the labyrinth right and yes there's also a labyrinth right there where you go in and you set your intention and you, it's a clear sacred space right right not no negative energy is in there if you want to talk a little bit about that a, a bit about yes that. um when uh, because it's a retreat center and we've been doing a lot of um retreats um the negative energies kind of dissipate okay mm-hmm. so if somebody walks in with negative energy and, and what i mean negative energy uh, it could be stress it could be fear it can be anxiety oh. uh negative thoughts okay those are left on the road and out right so that you have the clearing and the space to be able to walk in and be yourself be authentically you like when we were born right and yeah, and the secret labyrinth is something I put together. It took me over eight hours, but not all at once, over several weeks. Um, but uh, that too is sacred because that was my intention, you know, that anyone who walks the sacred labyrinth um, will be energized and they will be um, uh, give, sent uh, the love and, and that energy for every single rock that's there. It's a 20-foot labyrinth. Some of you know what that means. If you don't, you could always look it up and they'll give you more information. But um, yeah, so when you're there, you're in serenity, you're in bliss, you're in calmness because it's at the end of a crescent and there's not a lot of people that drive by. So what you experience is solitude, being able to to, um, free your mind of all those thoughts that you have running every day in your mind you're freed of that um uh, what else so it's important um oh and the stars at night are unbelievable i've never seen so many in my life it's like a sky full of diamonds glittering you know um remember the bond fight we had oh yeah i was good Yeah, so we we create intentions on Friday when uh, um, everyone settled after dinner, and those intentions we burn at the fire pit uh, Saturday night, and we all um, share our experiences. But by burning those intentions that we created, we send it back to universe, so that universe can act on those intentions that we created. So it's it's quiet, uh, no noise. You sleep like a baby at night because there's no noise. You don't hear anything. And it's just a wonderful space to be in, reconnecting yourselves, your spirit, your soul with Mother Nature, and being in that state, uh, which a lot of people forget what it's like, you know, to to be in in solitude and to be uh, in company with others, you know, who are going on the same uh, journey as you for that weekend. And one thing I want to say about you, Francie, is that look at who you've become uh, because you've been um, feeding yourself, you know, 
in leadership, in courses, in whatever it is, uh, you were more on the shy side at the beginning when I met you. And now look at you today. You're going to be putting on a fantastic event in yes. March, yes. next month, actually. Mm -hmm. And you are so committed to what you are out to do. You're making, you're wanting to make a difference and you are making a difference for people in the world. And it all comes through people who, like yourself, take those actions and take those steps that align you with the direction that you're going. And I'm so proud of you too, you know, um, for that amount of time that I've known you and you've become an entrepreneur. You've, you've expanded your knowledge. You are out to make a difference. And that's what I wanted to commend on, you know, with your journey too in life. And it all starts with each individual person and what they foresee themselves in, in um, the future. Exactly, you know, I thank, I thank you, Liliana. And it was, it, it, it was me start, starting to step outside that box and asking for my tribe for, and, mm -hmm. and going on this retreat. Because you, I, I honestly, I was always in my head. There was a lot of mm -hmm. noise in my head. And when I, was, when I was at the retreat, I did write down a lot of take away these fears. Let me be the catalyst to start this, this new passion and purpose project of Authentically You Productions, my company that I'm career counseling and personal coaching business that I'm about to launch. And in, and in getting away and being at your retreat, me, give me ideas as well because there wasn't as much noise in my head mm -hmm. anymore. Yep. So more things came in while I was... While I, I, I not suppressed, but while I observe my mind and let things go, new ideas came in. Mm -hmm. new, you know, new, new, a new, not a new me. I, this was always there. This was based on my experience, but I was so afraid to speak. I was not confident, like confident. And, and now I feel so empowered and, and, and knowing that I have a voice. And listening to you and listening to Fatima and listening to Nina and listening to MG, you guys have, so it's who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. like, like you have yeah. to, you cannot, if you want to, to do something different, you cannot be doing the same thing. People always say, I want to do, you have to start stepping outside the box. You have to start asking for what you want and then taking a step. When something comes up, instead of looking at people and with, like mistrust and why are they here and blah, blah, blah. Open up your mind because you don't know what messages they are bringing to you. And you guys have brought me so many messages. So I am so grateful to have you, Liliana, MG, everyone in my life to help me, push me forward, push me forward and tell Perfect. me. Now look at this, Francia, you came to the retreat in September. You had some things and thoughts in your mind, but four months later, look what you've done. Look what you've created for yourself. Did you ever know that it was only four months? You know, I wasn't even thinking that far. I, but this yeah. is what I'm telling people to contact you. As, like, I, I don't want to just be pushing for more than, but you guys are onto something that is amazing with sacred, sacred triage retreat. Like you guys mm -hmm. are, and you're coaching as well. And everything, aligning with everything that you guys do. Yeah. Yeah. It, and, and you are definitely needed people need to to to, to speak and, and and be free because mm -hmm. a lot of us have been 
so consumed with that everyday life of getting up and going and coming home and we have to jump off that wheel and start really stepping outside the box and meeting new people yes you know what i mean and surround yourselves um with people who are i don't want to say better than us but those that can be mentors those that can train you and teach you because mm -hmm. why reinvent the wheel if it's already been invented by others right yeah. just go after your heart will tell you who to go after and to to be mentored to be coached whatever it may take you and know i'm saying that that person is bringing something to the table too because yes you have a different perspective so you don't know what you you are out here suppressing you can be bringing something to the same mentors you know that that are, is teaching you like the teacher and the and the student teach each other you absolutely know? yeah there's there's everyone have a different perspective so i believe that is not one one person that is teaching and the other one is i think as long as you have something to say maybe the teacher might learn something from you <laughs> of course we do <laughs> you know so just don't be afraid is what I want to say to, to the listeners. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Throw your hat over the fence. Do something each and every day that gets you out of your comfort zone. Because once you start getting out of your comfort zone, that's where the growth is. Whether it's spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, it's all there. Wow. Yes, Liliana. This, this next question is, even all through your life, um, tell me about a time that you had to stand up for yourself, Liliana, like really you stood up and, and, and you felt like, well, wow. everybody in life will experience someone who wants to put you down. Okay. And I said, enough is enough. I will make my own decisions, um, that I feel are right. And I just pursue it. Never mind. You're going to have people say, oh, you can't do it. Uh, it's going to cost too much money. Who cares? If you are out to accomplish something in life, you go after your dreams. You go after how, the guidance that you are receiving. It could be your own um, uh, God. It could be universe. It could be your angels. Whatever you believe in, you will get downloads, messages follow them because there's reasons for that happening and um for those of you who want to start businesses start meditating a bit more and the messages will come to you and i think you said that uh francia that's what you were doing so be open to receive and get rid of what is no good to you in your body okay um, all that stress and the fear and that anxiety and all those negative thoughts once you get rid of them meaning throw them out the door, really, um, you will have the space to receive. You're clearer to receive messages. You are clearer to receive that positive energy from Mother Earth, uh, from universe. So that's what's so, so important, you know, to be able to receive. And you can, it's like a cup or a glass, rather. If you feel, if the glass is half full, there is space for the other half to be filled with water. If the cup is completely full, it's going to overflow. There's nothing else that can go in. So get rid of all those um, things that are in your life that are not good to you. 
as soon as you start getting rid of it, your the glass of water starts to get lower and lower so that you can feed that energy. You can feed and receive more. So you have to get rid of something to receive something in abundance. And this goes for everything in life. Thank you so much for that. Um, and what's one life achievement that you are proud of, Lillian, that you look, look back at and say, wow, I did that? Again, it goes into my energy, um, natural healing arts, right? Um, I wish I had known and developed it much sooner. <laughs> but you know what? Everything is timing. We can't push things to occur when we think we're ready. So um, I am so happy and proud that uh, who I am today, and it's through my own experiences um, that um, has created the Liliana that everybody knows today. And um, yeah, I'm just so proud of myself. Uh, regardless if it was later in my life, but I'm so proud of being able to to make that difference for whoever seeks it. Amazing, amazing. You know, life is something else, though. You know, I, I, I'm starting to think that we, Earth is just a graduating. You come down here for the experience, and then you. <laughs> so you are graduating. At least you know what is never late is what is what what is that saying it's never too late never too late yeah never too late so who knows <laughs> we might be going on to someplace else that we are going to use these skills uh -huh. that we're learning on this earth who know like you know what i mean yes and what does being authentically you look like though liliana like home life professional life what does being authentic? we are born authentic but what does being authentically you looks like? We're winding down, but. Uh, what that looks like is just um, be in integrity with yourself. And it could be at all levels, physical, uh, mental, emotional, and spiritual. Be authentic. Be yourself. Um, if When we are authentic, life works so much easier. Okay? Um, and... Yeah, just just be yourself and go after your dreams. That's really what it looks like. Mm -hmm. And uh, I started um, doing things that I want to do more, I would say, in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. Not that I didn't before, but there was always something that stopped me. But now, uh, looking back and, you know, knowing who I am today, um, I'm happy with what I do in my day-to-day -day life, uh, what I do for others. So to me, that's my passion. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask you what your passion was, but I think, yes, serving others. Just making mm -hmm. Serving them, yes, yes. absolutely. Changing you know? positive energy. Yes, and many times I ask God, who can I make a difference for today? And he will send me people, you know, and um, it's just amazing when we surrender ourselves to um, what we want in life, uh, the direction we're going. So many, so many things come in our path. And what's important is that you listen to those messages. Many times, uh, you know, I said, oh, no, I can't be. It's my brain telling me something. Meanwhile, those are actual downloads that, that people receive. And I can guarantee you each and every one of us have gone through 
uh, points in our life where we say, ah, now that can't be possible because we refuse to receive those messages. Those messages are telling you, take this path and you will succeed. Take this path and you will see a major change and shift in your life. So start listening to that, maybe that small voice in your head, because those are your angels. It could be your divine. It could be someone's communicating with you. Start listening. That's so true. I, I was telling Nina yesterday, sometimes we are so bound down with what, what can't happen or, you know, exactly. and be in so much fear that we, we're, we're not in the present. So we miss the little miracles. We miss, you know, that we miss the messengers. Mm -hmm. I believe God sent messengers to us, but we are so consumed with what we can't do and know and our fears and our doubts. We miss yes. the little things. So being in the now, being in the present is very exactly. important. And what's important, sorry, what is also so important is in one day, just write down all those negative thoughts and all those things that you either don't listen to you can i can guarantee you that's more than half of your day spent in that space so let's transform that get rid of that uh, stop worrying and start being um appreciative for everything you and i have and when you start being appreciative that's when um more things will come in your life it could be more relationship more love it could be everything and anything more opportunities, more business. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, and the final question, and, and then we can just have a little uh, boundary. If we miss anything, you can bring up anything that I've missed. But what's one piece of advice like someone told you, maybe, whether it's recent or years ago or whenever, yeah. that really made an impact on your life and you have carried it with you? What's yeah. that advice? never give up <laughs> never give up on yourself <laughs> pardon i said short and sweet never give yes up. never give up that's how you follow your dreams how that's how other people are very successful because they don't have anybody else who's negative towards your dreams interfere and some do fall down when they hear all these negative thoughts oh they must be right no you are right you yourself are right in whatever path you take. So just stay on track. That's that's the one thing that I've learned. So true. We always we are looking for these formulas and these solutions, but the answers are, are just simply there. Never give yeah. up. If you Absolutely. have a dream or if you have a vision, you convince yourself that these things are not possible. So you will never have them. Mm -hmm. I believe when you get a dream, a vision about yourself, you're supposed yeah. to pursue those things instead of having them at the back burner, telling yourself that you can't do it. Because I believe God gives you those visions and dreams for you to better yourself. And yeah. if you have a dream that you're going to be a pilot. You go after that dream of being a pilot, a chef. Go after that. Exactly. And so every, true every step that is going to come up if you take that first step like me i never really mm -hmm. talk about think of thought about walking away from my corporate company my stable uh -huh. income to to you know pursue a, 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 a entrepreneur to be an entrepreneur like i was like but as soon as i take that i took that step 
I got my website. I got a life coach. I got this. I got that. Everything started just there. You go. You know, mm -hmm. I think that's what people are afraid of, not knowing the answers of what's what's next. Yes, and that uh, ties into like when we're born, right? And we become uh, just before around one year old, we start to walk. No one's discouraging that baby from walking. Does it not? Does it not fall many times? But what does it do? It gets up and tries again, gets up and tries again. And then that beautiful smile on their face when they finally made it, they're walking step by step, step by step. That's mm -hmm. exactly what our lives are like. Yes, exactly. Wow. This this interview has really opened up, <laughs> you know, sometimes you just you're thinking that you're just going to do an interview and just go walk away. But when you really start to talk and really, really reflect back on what you are seeing, even what I am seeing, I'm like, there's so much packed into this conversation that mm -hmm. it's so resonating and so inspirational. And I'm, I hope that, well, I know that, that, that this conversation will make a difference in the people that are listening, um, listening to this podcast values. Over mm -hmm. Even if they get one thing that we spoke about on this um, podcast, to me and you, it's already a step forward in what we're doing in the world and, and making the difference and impacting others. Thank you so much, Liliana. Is there anything that you wanted to bring up that we missed that, that was important to you that you would love um, the listeners to hear about you or anything? Or? I think I've said everything. What's important is just listen to your heart, what your heart says and follow it because you're not going to be guided in the wrong direction. It's only going to improve and add to where you're at in life. And um, yeah, I, I th what it would be great is um, to, for people is to, to listen and develop more um, into, there's a lot of things online now because uh, of the situation we're in with this pandemic and people are, uh, doing free <clears throat> webinars, they're doing free stuff or offering things at such a reduced cost. So I would invite each and every one of you to, to look at what's available, what actually uh, inspires you and just go after your dream and, and, you know, be the best you there is. Amazing, amazing. I'll, I'll confirm the name of your book again, Liliana, for anyone out there that's interested in and yes have a copy we yes. can get it uh they can reach me um i don't know uh, go to the the website llgenterprises.ca and you can reach my phone numbers there the email is there um i can uh, send you a copy through the mail um it's not expensive it's um 20 canadian and I can ship it to you for a few extra dollars. And um, yeah, the I would suggest you get it. And the name is Empowering Women to Succeed Bounce. I believe it's volume uh, four, no, three. I believe it's volume three, but in any event, just send me a quick note that you would be interested in a copy and I'll send it to you Amazing. through the mail. Amazing, thank you so much. Lily. Oh, you're very welcome. Amazing interview. I want to thank you again for coming on and just having this great conversation. Thank you for listening to Values Over Vanity. This is your girl, Francia, aka Franny B. 
Thank you and goodbye. Bye.